Vayakel tells the story about the actual building of the vessels of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle and the vessels within it. The verse says, Vayas B'tzalel Esa'aron, B'tzalel made the Aron, the holy ark. And Rashi explains, Vayas B'tzalel, why does it say the B'tzalel made? Because he gave his soul for the work, even more than all of the other wise people there, that's why it's called by his name. Now, what's bothering Rashi? On a basic level, it would seem, Rashi's bothered by why is it, what, what's different about the Ark? Why specifically by the Ark does it say that B'tzalel made it? B'tzalel was in charge of all the work of the Mishkan. Therefore, Rashi explains that when it came to this, he put his soul more so than everybody else for the work of making the Aron, of making the Ark. That's why it's called by his name. However, the Rebbe asks, where does Rashi get that from? Maybe the simple meaning of Vayas B'tzalel is literally that B'tzalel is the one who made the Ark. Because after all, while there were a lot of people making the different parts of the tabernacle, the fact of the matter is... Not everybody can do everything. So there's going to be different things that were done, at least primarily by different people. So even though B'tzalel was involved with the making of the tabernacle as a whole, maybe to direct and, and, and tell them what to do and how to do it and so on, nonetheless, maybe the Aron, the Ark, is the one specific vessel that he took the lead, that he was the one who made himself without anybody else helping him. And that would be the reason, and it would make sense, because B'tzalel being the person in charge, the main one of, of the people making the, the, making the Mishkan, making the tabernacle and everything in it, would choose the most important vessel, the Holy Ark, to be the one that he's, he takes the, the lead in putting it together. If that's the case, why does Rashi, from where does Rashi know that B'tzalel didn't actually make the Ark? Rather, it was just that this was the one that he took the lead, and therefore the work was called by his name. Also, um, the verse said, Vayas B'tzalel, B'tzalel made. Rashi says, he gave his soul al ha for the work. Why doesn't he say al ha for the, for the for the act of making it as... The, 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 with the same language that the text itself used, and he changes to the word melacha, to the word work, instead of asiyah. The Rebbe explains this based on another question on Rashi, a Rashi in Truma, a couple of portions ago, where it says that, uh, that they made the Aron, that they made the, the holy ark, and the kaporas, and the covering upon it, says Rashi, even though the Torah doesn't tell us how thick the kaporas, the covering on the ark was, nonetheless, our sages interpreted that it was a tefach, that it was a handbreadth thick. Now, why does Rashi have to tell us that? That's not something that's required in the text itself. By none of the other vessels of the, of the tabernacle does Rashi tell us the thickness. And he himself doesn't say that this is implied in the text. He says, that it didn't say how thick it is. And nonetheless, our sages told us that it was tefach thick. Where did, why, why does Rashi feel the need to spell this out? So the Rebbe says Rashi is coming actually to explain a difference in the text itself. By all of the vessels of the Mishkan, of the tabernacle, it says, Va'asisa, God told Moshe, you should make. The one exception is the Aron, the Holy Ark, where it says, Va'asu, they should make. Why does he say it 
in the plural rather than in the specific. Now, obviously, even all of the other vessels, when Moshe is told, you should make, it doesn't mean necessarily that he should make all of them himself. It says, it says clearly that he appointed all kinds of other wise people to participate in the, in the acts of building the tabernacle. So, so when it says, Va'asisa, when it says to Moshe, you should do, obviously it doesn't mean you specifically, but rather you should instruct. You should tell them what to do. You should tell the other people what to do. If that's the case, why by the Aron, specifically by the Ark, does it change to the plural and say v'asu, and they should make it? Says the Rebbe, that's why Rashi says the thickness of the covering of the Ark. It must be that when it comes to making the Aron, when it comes to making the Ark, the Ark is unique. In that it needs to spell out, it has to be done plural, not individual. Of course, everywhere, Va'asisa, Moshe is being told, you should make, meaning this, you should instruct people to do, and it could be an individual, it could be several people, however many people want to get involved. When it comes specifically to the Ark, says Rashi, Perishu Rabbi Seinu, our sages interpreted that the thickness of the covering was a tefach, which means that one person would never be able to make this on, its, on, on their own. The amount of gold involved in such a thick piece of gold, like the covering of the Ark, a handbreadth thick, and the Keruvim on top of that, certainly couldn't be done by one individual and therefore the verse changed and it said va'asu they should make because this is something that clearly was going to need to be done by several people that couldn't be done by one person on their own according to that says it says the rabbi would explain why rashi here has a problem he can't say vayas betzalel betzalel made means that he was the one who made this particular vessel he was the one who made the ark because we already said it's impossible to be done by just one person so it can't mean that betzalel did it on his own therefore rashi says vayas betzalel doesn't mean literally betzalel made it on his own but rather Several people made it. But because Bitsala was the one who really put his soul, he put his life on the line. He put himself completely into building the building of the Aaron of the Ark. Therefore, Nekras al Shemai, therefore it's called by his name. Now, obviously, other people certainly were cared deeply and were involved in the process of making the Aron, of making the, the Ark as well. Nonetheless, says Rashi, Yaiser Mishar HaChachamim. Bitzalel is the one who put his life on the line, even more so than all of the other sages, and that's why it's called by his name. If that's the case, wouldn't Bitzalel have been involved in that way in all of the different vessels? Betzalel was the one who was telling everybody what to do. Betzalel was the one who had to understand the process. And while he may not have physically made all of the vessels, certainly when it came to all of the vessels, he was the main one putting himself into the process of understanding and telling them how to do it. So that's why Rashi changes. Instead of saying al-hasiyah, on the action of making the, the Aron, of making the Ark, the asiyah to make, implies all of the steps that are involved in making, which means learning about it, understanding how to do it, instructions, all of that. And when that, if that's the case, the asiyah, the action, is something that B'tzalel would have been involved in more so than everybody else when it came to all of the vessels of the, of the tabernacle of the Mishkan. Specifically, when it came to the Aronis, Rashi says, Al-Hamalacha, Rashi put, uh, that B'tzalel put himself into the work. The work 
means not just it, as opposed to asiya, the act which impli- which implies or includes all of the steps of the process, learning about it and defining it, understanding how to make it, giving the instructions and so on. Malacha means the labor itself. Rashi says, what did Nasa Nafshay Allah Malacha when it came to the Aaron? Why was the Aaron unique? What was unique about the about the the, the ark that when it came to it, Pitsala was in charge of all the, the process by all of the vessels. But when it came to the ark, Nasa Nafshay Allah Malacha, he put his soul into the work, uh, the actual making of the tablet of, of the ark, more so than everybody else. And therefore, Lefikach Nikras Al Shemay, therefore it's called by his name. So that explains the technical details of Rashi. What's the deeper message? The Yena Shotera, the wine, the spiritual uh, ideas expressed within this Rashi. Rashi mentions Nasa Nafshay Alamlacha, the power of he put his soul into the power of Mesira Snafish of self-sacrifice. Now the power of self-sacrifice, of putting ourselves completely into something, that's higher than every other aspect of the person, higher than the intellect, higher than the emotions, higher than the external aspects. But the ultimate point of self-sacrifice is that it doesn't remain a separate faculty higher than all of the other faculties that the person has, but rather that it permeates the person completely into every aspect of himself, all the way down to his actions, to every aspect is is completely expressive of that self-sacrifice. And that's what Rashi emphasizes, that when it came to the making of the Ark of of the Aaron, Bitzalel didn't just have Nasa Nafshe, didn't just have the power of self-sacrifice, but rather he expressed that Mesir Snefesh all the way down into the Molacha, into the act of making the, the of making the Aaron, more so than everybody else. And that actually uplifts him by expressing his self-sacrifice all the way into action, into the, the deed, the Molacha, the action of making the, the Aaron. Therefore, his Yaser Mishara Chachamim, that actually uplifts Pitzalel, not only his action, but even his wisdom, that he becomes wiser than all of the other wise people that are there. The self-sacrifice lifts him up by expressing the self-sacrifice in his lowest faculty, in the action that uplifts him, even his wisdom, to higher than all of the other ones that are there. As he concludes, Nikras al Shemay, it's called by his name. Name relates to Kesser, which is higher than all of the other, the crown, higher than all of the other faculties of the person. And Mikras al Shemai, by Bitsalil expressing a self sacrifice in action, he uplifts all elements of himself, even to the level of his name. Where did he get this from? He, where did he, Bitsalil, have this, this specific quality of self sacrifice? He got it ben, ben Uri Ben Hur. He got it from his grandfather Hur, who was Hur. Hur was the son of Aaron that put his life on the line and actually, according to tradition, got killed trying to stop the Jewish people from making the golden calf. Making of the golden calf was the exact opposite of the making of the tabernacle. Because the making of the tabernacle is all about v'shachanti b'seicham, causing the divine presence to dwell amongst us. Sin pushes God away. Chor gave his life to stop the the golden calf, in other words, to allow godliness to continue to dwell amongst the Jewish people. And therefore, his grandson, Betzalel, got this quality as well. And that's hinted at in the name, Betzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Hor. 
Ori, from the word Ur, lights. That, in Kabbalistic terms, relates to za, ze'er anpin, the emotional traits, or chachma, the wisdom, the very beginning of the shining of the light within the world. Chur comes from the word a whole, which is nukva, the recipient, which is the level of malchus in the Kabbalistic traits, the, the recipient, the, the sovereignty expressed within the world. Betzalel is higher than both of those. Betzalel means betzel keil, in the shadow of God. That relates, first of all, keil is the name chesed, which is higher than, which is the highest, the, the, the beginning of the, of, of, of the expression of the emotional traits. Betzel keil, in the shadow of God, is higher than all of the above. Betzalel, by having the power of self-sacrifice, uplifted that element higher even than Uri and higher even than Hor. With this, the Rebbe explains one last detail. Moshe actually instructed Betzalel first to build the vessels and then the tabernacle. The vessels represent that which we be internalize, which we make a part of ourselves. The tabernacle represents the maki him, the encompassing elements, the encompassing levels. But Salal, in fact, changes the order around and does first the, the Mishkan, first the tabernacle and then the vessels. Moshe wanted that um, that he should first make the vessels. He recognized Betzalel's level. Betzalel is on a very high level. He's on a level that he could even uplift the internal faculties, and therefore he wanted him first to uplift the internal faculties, and then to focus on the external, to focus on the encompassing elements. Betzalel, though, recognized that despite his own high level, the point is to bring it all the way down to practical reality. And therefore, he began first with building the makif, building the encompassing element, the tabernacle, and only then is that able to affect the kaiches apnimim, the internal faculties that they should be elevated, that they should be affected as well.